Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast, episode number 38. My name is Haley, and I'm going to be your host today. And every single day that you are tuning in, guys, today it is just me, myself, and I. I don't have any guests lined up for this episode. I wanted to sit down and chat with you guys a little bit more about my experience with my alcohol-free journey. So if you've been following me for a little while... You know that I decided to ditch alcohol um, back in December of 2019, and so I've been alcohol-free for over a year now, and it's honestly been so incredible. So I wanted to take today as an opportunity to talk specifically about sobriety and shadow work. Um, And I want to just preface this uh, before we even get into this, kind of just to provide you a little bit of a background knowledge on my story, my experience, in case you're new here. Um, I do not identify as somebody that was an addict. I was never in recovery. I was never in rehab. I was somebody who decided on my own accord that alcohol just doesn't really fit in with the lifestyle that I want. And moderation doesn't really seem to be an option that works for me. So I've just decided to do away with it altogether. So I just want to preface that um, with letting you guys know that. And I also want to say that I am using the word sobriety in the title of this episode because I do feel like there's a lot of stigma around the word sober and the topic of sobriety in general. And I really don't feel like that should be a thing. Um, And I have chosen to be very vocal about my journey and speak out about it. And I want to continue to do that. So that if any of you are on this journey or curious about it, um, that you know that you're not alone. And I think that we kind of need to destigmatize that word, right? Like people have such a strange connotation of sobriety, I feel like, in mainstream culture. And I think it's something that should absolutely be celebrated no matter what your cause, what your reason is. You know, within the alcohol-free, the sober, the sober curious community, there's so many different people that have so many different stories And honestly, there's not one person I know that has had the exact same journey or relationship with alcohol. So I think it's really important that, you know, we take the time to speak out about this and we take the time to share our stories, share our truths, because it is something I think that's emerging, which is awesome. You know, I think it is so cool seeing that there's so many more people out there that are deciding to ditch alcohol. Um, But it is a little bit taboo, right? It's something that kind of goes against the norm, right? It's not necessarily something that mainstream culture will encourage us to do. And so it can feel alienating at times. And that's another big part of why I want to um, speak out about this. So if you guys are interested in hearing my experience with shadow work and sobriety and just learning how to integrate my shadow through this entire process, then definitely, definitely stay tuned. All right. So I guess I don't even really know where to start with this, but I guess we'll start with my decision to stop drinking. So um, for me, I drank my heaviest when I was in college and it was also when I weighed the most. Um, It was really just an unhealthy lifestyle across the board. Um, And I definitely realized that something had needed to change, but I didn't really make a full change until uh, New Year's Eve 2019. That's when I finally, finally decided, you know, I just didn't want it to be a part of the picture anymore. And I want to preface this with um, the fact that my spiritual awakening is really interconnected to my decision to stop drinking. So um, in 2019, I think it was, God, I don't even know when, it was sort of in the fall, 
there was a lot of pressure and pain that I was dealing with in my life and it forced me to dive inward and it led me down the path of my spiritual awakening and I'm so forever thankful for you know everything that had happened for me rather than to me right I think that things happen for us um, during that time period because it led me down this crazy never-ending journey of self-discovery and it was through this spiritual awakening process that I started kind of reflecting on my own life and what resonates with my lifestyle what resonates with who it is that I want to be and what maybe doesn't resonate anymore and um, it was a hard time Uh, you know a spiritual awakening I've spoken about this before is such an amazing thing that happens but It can also be um, a very emotional, you know, um, unraveling, I think, in a lot of different ways. And it can be a little bit isolating at times. And it certainly was for me. I definitely was in this hermit phase of just trying to figure myself out. And, you know, I still am to an extent. Um, But I knew kind of had this like deep inner knowing um, that alcohol was something that did not align with the kind of lifestyle that I wanted to lead. So, you know, through those few months, I think it was like October to December, I only drank maybe like a handful of times and I just really didn't enjoy drinking any of those times that I did. I felt a lot of inner resistance. I didn't really know exactly why. I just kind of felt like, you know, why am I doing this? Like, why... I don't even want this right now. You know, it was always like a social thing for me. So um, I just decided the last night that I drank, you know, it was at a concert with my friends. And I literally decided in that moment, I was like, yep, I've had enough of this. Um, I don't want it anymore. I'm good. And I'm just going to see what happens. And, you know, at that moment, I didn't really have the intention to have it be something that would literally transform my life. I was kind of just like, oh, okay, I'm going to try this, you know. For a month, I didn't have any intention of saying, you know, I'm never going to drink again for the rest of my life. It certainly didn't start out that way. Um, But I noticed, you know, immediately from not having it in the picture anymore that it was making such a huge difference and such a huge impact on me that it turned into a month of no alcohol and then two months. And then the next thing I knew, I was on vacation in Florida with my family and they were all drinking and... I didn't drink at all and I actually felt fine not drinking and that's going to sound crazy to some people but the old me would have been so um, peer pressured to want to have participated in drinking just because everybody else was doing it around me Um, and that's when I knew too that like I was in it for the long haul that I was on a family vacation and I had such a blast without a sip of alcohol like that was really huge and um I guess what I really want to share today is kind of how sobriety, you know, living alcohol free has allowed me to face and integrate my shadow. And I think I've spoken about this a little bit, maybe not in full detail, but, um, you know, like I said, it's such a it's such an individualized journey. Right. I think when people decide to stop drinking, um, it's for a very personal reason, right? It's it's everybody has their own story and their own experience. Um and for me, I when I drank, you know, when I always drank the heaviest was in social situations. I would absolutely consider myself to be uh, a social drinker in hindsight. So I was never the kind of person that, you know, every night would have a glass of wine when I came home from work. Like that was never what it was for me. It was usually I would 
go way too hard, you know, on the week- weekend nights that I went out with my friends and then feel terrible, you know, the next day. And then that would lead me to eat a crazy amount of food at night. And then um, it made me gain a lot of weight. And it was kind of just like this vicious cycle that I got caught in. Um, and, you know, by not having alcohol in the picture, you know, especially when you're hanging out with people, um, it's a different perspective, And if you're someone that used to like how I used to drink, if you're someone like that, that is a social drinker, then you'll understand how this is. Um, It's it's for me like what I realized is once I took alcohol out of the equation is that I was relying on it as a security blanket almost as like a crutch to rely on in a social situation that I had this like limiting belief that if, you know, oh, well, I'll be more fun if I have a few drinks or I'll be able to be more relaxed if I have a few drinks or I'll fit in more if I have a few drinks. It was always like this social pressure of feeling the need to fit in, feeling the need to keep up with others. Um, And that was kind of like the biggest thing for me. Um, And like I said, I know that's not going to be what it was for everybody, but it certainly was for me that I always felt. And it's not like people around me like telling me you need to drink this right now. But it was just this unspoken social pressure of we're at brunch. We have to have mimosas or we're at happy hour after work. We have to do, you know, the the wine or whatever. Um, And that's like where it was for me. And it took me a really long time to deconstruct that belief that I needed to have alcohol to have fun or to be perceived as fun. I think that that's such a huge misconception that people have with um, the alcohol-free community, with people who are sober, is that, you know, we're somehow boring. Um, And that's so not true. I think it's a huge part of, honestly, um, marketing in the alcohol industry, too, that sort of leads us to believe that we need that right to have fun. I think specifically for women that they need to have alcohol to be, like, sexy or whatever. Um... Or they need to have alcohol to unwind. Let's not forget that terrible Tropicana ad that came out a few months ago that they removed of mommy wine time in the bathroom. You know, my mom wine culture, I think, is a huge problem, too, Um, that we are spoon fed this narrative in the media that we need to have alcohol in order to fit in or to have fun or to let loose. Or even on the flip side of that, that we need to have alcohol to unwind, to deload, to de-stress. When in fact, it's really physiologically doing exactly the opposite to us, that alcohol is so detrimental to our health. And it actually really frustrates me that people don't talk about this more because there's so many health problems that are connected to alcohol consumption and um, heavy drinking, binge drinking, um, and even just drinking in general. Because most people, you know, I had Kayla Lyons on this podcast uh, about a couple months ago, and she had said something great. It's that Most people, you know, in theory, the idea of moderate drinking is great, but most people don't do that, right? Most people, I don't know about you guys, but most people that I know don't just stop at one glass of wine, right? Like that's usually not what happens. If you're one of those people that can do that, like power to you. But in my experience, I certainly don't and can't do that. And I don't know other people that do that either. So, um, you know, a big part of the whole integrating of my shadow was just realizing that I I needed to step away from that belief of like being conditioned to think that I needed to have alcohol in order to socialize or to have fun or to hang out with people. There's so many other ways that we can hang out with people and interact and connect that don't involve drinking. Um, And the world doesn't have to revolve around drinking. And it took me a really long time to realize that 
that wasn't like a normal thing to to think, right? That it wasn't normal to think that I needed to have that in order to let loose or to somehow be more myself when in fact it was making me less myself. Um, so that was a huge lesson that I had learned um, just from, you know, taking alcohol out of the equation. Um, it's also, you know, I think it just is something that has allowed me to gain a lot more clarity in my life in many different ways because you can't run away from your feelings, right? Like I, I don't run away from my feelings now. I try to face them head on. I allow myself to feel things. If I'm feeling upset, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling sad or I'm angry about something, I give myself the space to feel that now rather than try to tune it out or drown it out or forget about it or push it away. Um, because what I've learned by not having it in the equation is that if we just bury things deep down, we just keep pushing them down, suppressing them, eventually they're going to come to a head, right? No matter how we feel, um, we need to release and we need to feel, we need to experience and we need to just allow it to move through us. It's a part of the human experience, right? We aren't meant to just carry that weight with us. We aren't meant to just sit with it. Um, and sometimes, you know, for some people you would just like drink to forget about it, um, And I've certainly done that, uh, to be honest. But, um, you know, it's when you don't have that crutch of a drink to rely on, when you don't have um, a drink to like distract you per se, um, it really forces you to just face your feelings head on. You can't run away from them anymore. You have to just sit there. You have to you have to feel it. And it's um, it's been really eye opening, you know, just being able to understand myself so much more and my tendencies. Um, like I said, limiting beliefs that I had about myself, that I had about others of what I was worthy of in relationships and friendships and um, just like the mental clarity that's come from it as well, I think has been absolutely, you know, transformative that I am very much more so careful about my decisions and my choices, and I'm way more contemplative with with what I do rather than um, impulsive. And um, yeah, I think it's just, it's changed a lot um, in a lot of different ways. And I do also want to say that, you know, for those of you listening, shadow work is basically just, um, it's kind of just a fancy term really within the spiritual community of integrating the parts of ourselves that we may not, you know, really like to face, right? The parts of ourselves that we've maybe denied, that we've suppressed, that we've buried deep down, um, the the bad feelings that we've endured, the bad emotions that we've felt that we haven't fully expressed. Like I said, our limiting beliefs, um, the weights that, the weight that we carry, that emotional burden that we carry. Um, And not having alcohol in the equation has been a huge way for me to kind of face that and realize that I don't need it. And it's been a big perspective, you know, switch for me too, where, so I'm over a year now through with this journey. And like I said, I've I've loved it so much. And it's something that I'm certainly not going to turn back on. But, you know, I think the biggest perspective switch for me has been, it's now so much, you know, it's not so much a point of, oh, well, I can't have alcohol anymore. I can't have it anymore. It's not so much that I can't have it. Now it's a matter of, you know what? I don't need to rely on that to be my basis for having fun or to feel like I'm outgoing or to feel like I'm somehow enough to show up in the world. And that's a really huge switch that occurred for me once I had it out of the equation. I'm like, you know what? I'm good enough just as I am. And I don't need something like alcohol that is so detrimental to my health to make me momentarily feel like I'm a little bit more outgoing and then make me feel like shit the next day. Um, 
and it's been really empowering, you know, I, I want to say too, that like, um, for me, it's been, you know, it's been a little bit alienating. It's very, you know, against the grain for people my age to choose not to drink. It's definitely not something that's seen within mainstream culture. I think it's something that's, uh, it's definitely on the rise, like I said earlier, but it can be alienating at times, right? It can be kind of hard to relate to the same friends that you used to. Um, if you have friends that were always out drinking, you know, all the time, like every weekend it was going to a different bar or a different club, it's like, okay, well, maybe maybe that friendship doesn't really resonate the same way anymore. And I have had a few of these friendships in my life that I've sort of slowly fallen away from and it's not at anyone's particular fault it's just that our interests are no longer aligned I'm no longer aligned with the same lifestyle that I used to think was fun and I used to enjoy is just not enjoying joyful you know for me anymore and that's okay that's what happens as we grow and as we evolve right we sort of grow away from the things that we've outgrown and we grow into the things that we then enjoy instead and I think um Having alcohol out of that has uh, totally, you know, led me down a path of a much healthier lifestyle and healthier friendships and um, really shown me that. But it, like I said, it has it has been a challenging journey. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's been <laughs> easy every single step of the way. It certainly hasn't. Um, it can feel lonely at times because, you know, you feel like sometimes you can't really relate to people in the same way anymore that you... You don't go out and party or drink like they do. Like I still love to hang out. I still love to socialize and 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 have fun with friends. But I just don't feel like I need to have alcohol to have a good time now. Um, and it's something that my friends in my life totally respect my decision. I haven't really encountered a problem in my personal life yet. You know, not good um, with anyone giving me like a problem for it per se. But I do understand how it can feel a little um, isolating. I totally get it. Like I said, it's, it's a, it's something that's different, um, for sure. But I think something that's helped too with my journey is just connecting with people online. Um, and even in person too, I have a few friends that also don't drink and just sharing your story with others, connecting with people. Um, and honestly speaking about this a lot has really empowered me as well. Um, sharing my journey. I never had any intention of this really turning into anything at the start. And, um, I've received so many messages from people and so many people have reached out to me about it. So I know that it's definitely something that needs to be talked about more because um, I'm never going to sit here and tell you that, you know, you shouldn't drink. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life, right? I'm a very firm believer that you should make your own choices for yourself, however it is that that you feel. But if you're someone out there that's listening to this and you're, you know, sober curious, you're thinking about cutting out alcohol, um, you're thinking about, you know, going on this journey, like embarking on this journey. It's an amazing thing. All right. I'm telling you, it's like the best. Like I would not be sitting here over a year later talking about how much I love my life without drinking if it didn't have a profound impact on me. It certainly has changed my life in so many different ways. And um, it's a big journey of unraveling. It's not just as simple as cutting out the alcohol, right? It goes so much deeper than that. What was your relationship with alcohol? It's, it's, you know, it's so many different things. It's not just the drink. It's what were the beliefs that I had around alcohol? What made me believe that I needed to drink in order to be accepted or to have fun? Or, you know, what made me feel like I needed that crutch to rely on? And it sort of like forces you to face that, right? When you don't have it anymore, and you start to dive inward, you start to reflect, 
you know, if you're thinking about doing this, you got to really ask yourself, you know, um, why, you know, why do you not want to do it anymore? And I think it has to come from you too. You know, like I said, I'm not someone that was experienced as, or, or experienced rather, you know, addiction or went through a recovery program or anything. I just, like I said, had decided on my own that it did not align with my lifestyle anymore. And it was not the road that I wanted to head down. Um, but you know, I think that's what makes it easier to stay with it too, is like, remind yourself why you stopped drinking in the first place. Um, I remind myself of that sometimes with, if I'm feeling, you know, like I want to maybe slip back into that pattern. Um, you got to just remind yourself of where you started and appreciate that journey of self-discovery that at least I can tell you from my experience and not saying this is going to be everyone's that I, I have learned more about myself in the last year that I haven't had alcohol than I think I have in my entire adult life combined. It's really forced me to um, to really face myself, parts of myself that I didn't want to face. And I'm still working on every day. I'm not going to tell you either that like I'm fully healed or I've figured it all out. I haven't. I certainly haven't figured it all out. I'm doing the best that I can with where I'm at. And every day is is a chance to grow and it's a chance to learn and to to love ourselves more, right? And I think self-love has even been a huge part of it too. Um, and this all for me stemmed from my spiritual awakening. I do believe that that was the main catalyst to lead me down this path of sobriety, of, of living alcohol-free. And, you know, I think everything happens for a reason too. I think, um, I think that this is something that's meant to be for me. This is something that feels right for me. Um, and my life feels like it's so much more in alignment now that I don't drink. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's been a profound change and it's really helped me integrate that shadow. Like I've said, um, diving into the parts of myself that I, I never really even thought to, to question. Like I never ever questioned, you know, prior to my spiritual awakening or ditching alcohol, like what my relationship with alcohol was. That wasn't even something that was on my radar or what my beliefs were around alcohol and socializing and what I needed to have or not have. Um, but like I said, having it out of the equation, it just really forces you to face it head on. There's no more running away from it. There's no more escaping, right? We just have to to sit with it and deal with it and integrate it. So I certainly hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really hope that you learned something from this. Um, connect with me on Instagram. Go ahead and give me a follow at I'm Haley Noel. If you are thinking about ditching alcohol, if you're sober, sober curious, uh, definitely follow me. I'd love to be connected with you guys. I'm always speaking about this kind of stuff. Um, and I'm going to continue to speak about it because I, um, I'm really passionate about the change that it's made in my life and I want to empower and help anyone in any way that I can that listens to this show. So if this resonates with you, um, again, hit that subscribe button on Apple podcasts on Spotify, drop me a rating, drop me a review. It really helps me out. It means the absolute world. It helps the algorithm push this, uh, to more people so that we can get more people into the high vibe tribe. Um, but thank you guys again for tuning in. I am sending you so much health, wealth, success, happiness, abundance, and joy. And I will see you next time.